Yesterday was a calm session. Investors await the U.S. growth and inflation updates to look for a fresh direction. But in the meantime, well, AI chatter is keeping investors busy because the latest news suggests that Apple just announced that it will abandon its Apple car project and move people and their funds toward AI instead. Holy AI. So welcome. This is Swiss Code's Daily Market Talk. So we will talk about many things today, but let's first start with this. Apple abandoned its ambition to build an electric car. Yes, Apple car, which is in the making since, well, the past decade, since 2014, will never see the daylight, guys. The company just abandoned one of its biggest projects of the past decade in a surprise and a completely unexpected decision yesterday and said that the 2,000 people who are working on it will be well, working for the generative AI division instead. Bingo. So that's exactly what Meta did last year. Remember, after changing its name to Meta, it decided to become more discreet on its metaverse development and go full blast into AI to increase its business value instead. And this is exactly what Apple is doing today. Having understood that missing that AI turn would be a severe and even a fatal hit to the company's business, well, they are now getting a bit later than the others, yes, but they are now joining the race. Better late than never, right? So it's true that Apple has been struggling to extend gains in terms of stock prices last December. The latest earnings season also hasn't been a boon for the company given the difficulties that it encounters in its business in China. And while its giant technology giant peers went from record to record in terms of market pricing, well, Apple's only achievement, and I'm talking about stock price only, huh, has been to keep its head above that $180 per share level. So yes, doubling down on AI is probably a good decision for Apple. Apple shares rose 0.81% at yesterday's trading session. Now, announcing intention to join the AI race is one thing, but being able to combat the others who have well, taken the lead of the AI really is obviously another thing. Now, look, Google has been struggling recently with its own AI Gemini. So its stock fell 4% on Monday's trading session as this Gemini, which is its version of ChatGPT, well, generated images of, well, US founding fathers, for example, including a black man in it, or it also pictured German soldiers during the Second World War, including a black man and an Asian woman. So obviously those were missteps. So the face generator will well, apparently not return for weeks in Google and well weeks long wait is not the main issue in my opinion but missing a step was when everybody every competitor out there aims absolute perfection and in this context note that Microsoft also cut a deal with the European Mistral AI and the Chinese Alibaba led the largest single day financing round for a Chinese AI startup, a startup called Moonshot AI, because they hope that well, it could actually help them smooth out the supply chains and lead to more and more efficient automation. Anyway, all this to say that AI topic is here to say, the more the companies actually move toward the AI tools and AI developments, well, the more NVIDIA investors see dollars in their eyes. Now, NVIDIA 
didn't gain at yesterday's trading session, so that's not a usual day for the chip giant, but the AI developments actually do confirm that investments pour in. Now, one black spot yesterday, though, was ASM International that gave a disappointing outlook for its revenue this quarter, even though, even though just breathe because the rest of their earnings report was well, relatively good. So that's it for AI and technology. Zooming out, well, the S&P 500 index had quite a slow session yesterday as the U.S. yields were little change on the back of some mixed economic data that came in in the U.S. The rising suspense regarding whether the U.S. government will default on 1st of March or they will not. And I really won't talk about it this episode because ugh, it's always the same story, right? And well, a seven-year bond auction in the U.S. settled about the 4.30% level. Now, the durable goods orders in the U.S. tanked more than 6% in January on a monthly basis. So that was the most, the biggest fall in nearly four years. Richmond Manufacturing Index came in better than expected, except for shipments, while Atlanta Fed's GDP Now Index was revised up to 3.2% for this quarter from 2.9% printed earlier. Today, the U.S. will reveal its latest GDP numbers. Now, the U.S. economy is expected to have grown 3.3% in the fourth quarter of last year. That's lower than the 5% printed in the third quarter of last year. It was still a very, very strong growth for an economy that underwent the most aggressive tightening cycle of its modern history. And if Atlanta's GDP prediction is any indication. While the slowdown in the US economy will slow in the first quarter of this year and robust growth is good if, but only if, it's not accompanied by stronger inflation. Is it possible? Well, yes, it is possible if supply grows faster than demand. It is possible, but I think that that's not necessarily the case in the U.S. right now. Now, demand remains strong in the U.S. and that, despite the latest weakness that we saw in consumer spending and, well, yesterday's durable good orders. And core PCE, which will be released just tomorrow in the U.S., is expected to print the biggest jump in a year. Therefore, good news on the GDP front has the potential to be bad news for the market sentiment because well, strong and robust growth and higher inflation would obviously push the Federal Reserve's rate cut expectations further down the road. Now, pricing today suggests that the market expects or prices in nothing more than a 75 basis point cut from the Fed this year. And that's also what the Federal Reserve members plotted on their latest dot plot in December. Remember? So it's quite matching. The probability of a June rate cut from the Fed slipped just below the 60% level yesterday. And an U-turn in inflation won't only delay the first rate cut from the Fed, but will likely slow the pace of the future cuts as well. So that's obviously not good news for a risk appetite. But, but hey... Don't ring the alarm bell just yet because G20 people said that soft landing is still possible as the post-pandemic inflation is gently fading away in the global economy. So if there is no major surprises on the inflation front, well, the central banks could actually go ahead with their interest rate cuts and hence avoid a recession. If not, a higher inflation would call for an extended period of 
higher interest rates around the globe, which would eventually push the world economy into recession. So it's all on inflation's shoulders. But we learned yesterday that well, inflation in Japan fell to a 22-month low, and inflation in British stores slowed to the lowest level since March 2022, thanks to easing supply chain pressures, falling input costs for energy and fertilizers, and also a forceful and fierce competition between the British retailers. In the FX markets, while well, the US dollar index is stuck between its 100 and 200 day moving averages before today's GDP and tomorrow's inflation data and should find a clearer direction after tomorrow's inflation print, US crude continues to test the $79 per barrel offers to the upside. Inflation in Australia came in well lower than expected today, keeping the Reserve Bank of Australia hawks away from the marketplace and the Reserve Bank of New Zealand just kept its rate on change for the fifth straight monetary policy meeting and said that risks to inflation became more balanced. So the Kiwi dollar fell to 0.61 level after the decision as the latest RBNZ decision came as a disappointment to some hawks who were actually betting that the RBNZ would hike the interest rates at today's monetary policy meeting. So this is all for today. I'm Ipekas Kardeshkoy and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. Follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for daily market comments and please don't forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them. So I will meet you again tomorrow and until then, good day trading.